At the cave, the group set up camp to rest up and waited up for Jax to appraise the loot, which not only revealed to them that they have around 50,000 gold pieces with Zeev's capital, but also how religion works and that Theogonia might have information on Vasca, that stars might be different worlds and that party might be on a star right now and that elves apparently live forever trying to think of a way to either carry their loot to the Golden City or to message Zeeves, Sephiris discovered a new magical power of hers, manifesting in a small owl with brown plumage that obeys Sephiris' commands, allowing for an unseen flying messenger. With their message on the way, the party split up to meet Zeeves and bring him to the cave, blindfolded for his own safety. They discussed their future plans, including an investor who offered to match Zeev's bid for 50% of the company. To protect the money from raiders, while they would have to leave, the party buried it. The next morning, the group was scheduled to meet with Zeev's financial partner, which they planned to do while disguised. The group stalked in the bushes, waiting for the caravan to meet them. At their arrival, everyone revealed themselves but Virilas, who stayed behind with the magic owl, fearing that him sowing his draconic nature could ruin this whole plan. Virilas returned to the cave and the others joined the Vestor, who turned out to be their first contact here on Tiso, Lord Ivaris. They set out for a bridge so that they could make dwellings without any prying eyes, but unbeknownst to them, a group of yellow-skinned creatures appeared before them with threats. It seemed that they, freeding Virk Salim, had consequences beyond their imagination. <laughs>